in association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, Planting Hope, Harvesting Strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri-business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Well, hey, folks, this is Archie Mason, host of That Farm Life podcast, and thank you for joining us for another episode uh, this week. As always, we're here to share the stories uh, regarding the ag community and individuals and agriculture, but also to help provide any resources that are needed to help uh, each other and kind of always give some practical ways, practical advice of how you deal with the stress of uh, everyday life. We always want to provide a safe zone. I tell you the beauty of our Podcast. We have a lot of listeners in different states and different countries, but the beauty of it is, is uh, everyone likes uh, hearing uh, other stories of people in their life, how they deal with problems, issues, etc. So this safe zone is really to let everybody know, hey, it's okay not to be okay, but we just want to help you not stay that way. So uh, this podcast is a resource of the Agri Health Network. Uh, you can check out our website at agrihealth.net for more resources and to read more about us. Well, today we're talking with Haley Mills. Haley is from a large family of farmers in a place in Arkansas that's known as Cow Lake. And so, uh, Haley, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Well, hey, I'll tell you what. Now, Cow Lake's very interesting, okay? I even told you I'm familiar a lot of parts in Arkansas. I had to look it up. So tell us about yourself, about your family, and about Cow Lake. All right. Uh, Well, as you said, my name is Haley Mills. I am originally uh, born and raised in Jackson County. I graduated from Newport in 2007. I have two sisters. Um, Both my parents come from uh, farm families. My mom um, is from the farm family of the Maddens that we'll be talking about today. Um, I then went on to go to a state where I graduated in 2011 with a bachelor's in nursing. I worked for about 10 years as an RN and just this past year, I graduated as a psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. Um, I currently work at Renew Mental Health and Wellness. Um, I have three kids and I am married to my husband of chance of almost 13 years. Wow. Hey, so three kids, uh, a job that uh, sounds pretty intense. Uh, how do you just make time for life? I mean, you're even pulled over now. You're out in a place you can get reception from your vehicle. So, um, well, I we it takes a village. Um, both of our moms are great about helping us. Our dads, um, other family members. So. Um, they knew my dream was to do this, be a nurse practitioner, and they have all helped me fulfill that dream by just helping as much as they can. My sisters, my sister-in-law is great, um, and we just have a, a great family and a great church family also. Hey, so what led you from, okay, you worked 10 years as a, as a RN and then to go this path? What, what kind of? Um, Well, it's it's an interesting story. Um, My dream was always to be a family nurse practitioner um, so I could work with all ages. But I had um, a family member who went through a tragedy 
and had um, some mental health needs. And so um, I was able to watch that from more of an outpatient standpoint. I worked in the ER, so I was used to getting people who we would send inpatient to inpatient facilities that were needed who were having psychotic breaks and whatnot. And then I was able to watch a family mem- member navigate the outpatient mental health world. And so um, I actually, it added on almost an act- uh, another year and a half of school for me because of COVID. And it's very hard finding clinical sites, especially during COVID. (laughs) So um, that led me to do this. Wow. Interesting story. So, okay. So coming out of a farm family and it's, it's kind of a big farming family. Tell us, tell us. It is very big. So Um, how big? How big is it? So um, it started in 1909 when my great, great grandpa came from Tennessee and they bought land here in uh, in Arkansas, and it's called Cow Lake because they used the cows to help build. Those are some of the first gins around there, and so it just came up with the name Cow Lake. And um, it's actually between Beedeville and Hickory Ridge, if anyone's familiar with that area. Um, and he, when he passed away. Um, This was during, I guess, suffrage and before a lot of women's rights. Um, So the farm went to his son instead of his wife. um, And that would have been my great-grandpa, Roy Madden. Um, And so then he uh, married my great-grandma, Lola. And um, they had several children together. I think there is um, 11. Um, My grandpa, Dale Madden, he was right in the middle. Um, so, um, they grew up very close. They all worked together. They all, um, went to church together, raised their kids together. Um, and even my grandpa, um, farming was so important to him. He went, he graduated high school. He came to a state and, you know, this is back in the sixties where we didn't have telemedicine. So, or tele anything, any online classes. So he came to a state, um, with his wife and my grandma Pauletta, and he got his bachelor's in ag business and ag. And then he went on and moved to Fayetteville where my mom was born and they had her. So he was away from the farm for several years and he got his master's in it. So that, that was something that I knew was important to him. And that's, so that's always been so important to me to just keep furthering my education. And even with all of those degrees, he decided he wanted to come work back on the family farm. And that's what he did with his brothers. And, um, like I said, um, they all raised their kids together, went to church together. All the kids went to school together, worked on the farm together. And so there ended up, um, after their brothers, there's about 30 first cousins. And then the next generation would be me. And there's over 60 of us. And now we're multiplying. So there <laughs> is several of us. And we all tried to stay, um, you know, thankful for Facebook. But just this past Sunday, we had a, a we were all kind of at the lake together in the same area at Greer's Ferry. And we had over 30 for a porch church, as we call it. And um, about four generations of folks. So um, oh, wow. it, it's really awesome to have that that heritage and be able to, you know, still and know um, and just be able to have that network. I've, I've met so many people um, in work and I'll say, you know, they might be from the same area as a family member and I'll say that name and they're just, you know, oh my gosh, yes. I, I met a lady on a plane and she was actually worked for one of my cousins. So it's just such a huge family and such a huge network. 
Yeah. Hey, you're truly blessed by that. You know, before you mentioned about everybody being at the lake together, or 30 or y'all or so having porch church together, that's pretty interesting. I like that. But I was wondering, I said, boy, family reunions for y'all could get crazy. Uh, with so huge. many, <laughs> it wouldn't be huge. It had to be a lot of barbecue at that that family reunion. Well, we decided we were done getting together just for funerals, and we yeah. were going to do some more things while everybody was alive. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, you're uh, now your great grandparents. You know, passed on. You know, more than a uh, a love for land and agriculture. But how how do you think their lives? You've already mentioned some of it because you talked about education, but. Yes. How do you think their Education. lives yeah, have positively affected your family, even years later? Oh, gosh, the legacy they left, is, it, it, it truly is amazing. Out of, their ten, out of their children, none of them ever divorced. God was the center of the family and still is um, for most of us. They went through a lot of tragedies. Mm. Um, and, you know, the more, the bigger your family is, the more likely there are very, there bad things to happen. And so I remember talking to my mom and I'm like, mom, do you feel like your family's like the Kennedys? I was like, just the most crazy. We just have so much tragedy in our family of things I don't even think would happen. And she just said, you know, the larger your family is, the more likely we are to go through those things. And my great grandma lost children, you know, lost her husband, uh, lost grandkids at different times. And to show that she never steered away from God or anyone else in the family. We never, they were never angry at him for, you know, of course you're going to feel that that is a normal human response, but, but when it came down to it, they always turned back to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you mentioned that out of interesting out of all of the children, you said they were never, no one ever divorced out out of the 10. Yeah. Um, out of the 10, they've all, they all stayed married. Um, out of the original, there's three left. My uncle Ken, um, my Annie Lane and my uncle Harvey. So they are the, the three, the three left. And then, like I said, between all of the brothers and sisters, there's six, there's 30. And then my generation, there's over 60. (laughs) Wow. Well, I tell you what, that family has, they did leave a legacy. Hey, so, okay. You've already mentioned this somewhat too. Uh, you decided on a career that wasn't related uh, to agriculture. Okay. So tell us what you do, just the why that you do what you do. As a child, I always knew I wanted to be a caretaker. I have two little sisters and I always knew I wanted to be a mama. And I always, I I didn't know much about nursing. Um, But when I was 11 years old, um, my grandpa was at my basketball game. My mama and my aunt Rhonda were my coaches, her sister. And um, as we were leaving our game, he, um, you know, I was holding his hand while we were walking out of the game and he hit his knees and he hit his knees and fell back. And then he went to be with the Lord right there, Mm. then and there. So he had a heart attack at my basketball game. He was only 55 years old. And so from then on, it just kind of snowballed, I guess, into, I don't, I don't want other people to go through this. I want to inform people. I want to educate and I also like being a caretaker and nursing is all of those things. Yes. So, okay. So coming out of the agricultural background, uh, what are some of the stress and strains that you've seen well, in the ag world? Well, I truly believe that, you know, my grandpa, 
um, he had his, the Christian background that he did and he relied on the Lord heavily, but you know, he, he didn't, um, he was very stressed out, you know, with the farm and, and having, you know, all of them together, you know, if one of them fails, they're all going to fail. And there's such, so many people were, were depending on their survival. Um, so I think the stress, um, with also his physical problems, you know, getting hypertension and he was a diabetic, but you know, it's so, so, so important for these farmers. Yes. Mental health and physical health. They didn't, um, we've got to let them know it goes hand in hand. The longer you let your mental health issues go on, they are going to cause physical symptoms. And that's going to be, you know, in the way of a stroke of a heart attack. And when you are supporting yourself, your family, your sons are working with you or your son-in-laws, you have to take care of yourself. Oh yeah. So what do you think, how, how do you do that? Okay. What are maybe some practical tips or something? I mean, how do you, I mean, so, okay. Take for instance, right now, uh, it's a hundred degrees outside. It's warm, lack of rain. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the car too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so how do you take care of you? How, how would you advise some of our, you know, cause this is stuff you do, but how would you advise some of our right. farm, and farmers? Farm I feel there? like farmers want the help. They do, but they are so busy. And as, um, healthcare providers, we need to know that we might not have to, we might not stay in one place. We need to get out in the community and work in the community as far as going to where they are, meeting them halfway because they, they want the help. And, um, of course there is telemedicine. Now you can do so much counseling online, which is so important. And medication goes hand in hand with counseling. There are certain medicines, um, and medicines have come such a long way, you know, People who were on antidepressants and anxiety medicines 30 years ago had talked about the horrible side effects, the weight gain, the no energy medications. Have, science has come so far with that. So it is so important to, um, you know, let yourself be free to take medicine and the stigma of that, as well as seeing a therapist or counselor. So if you're, if you got a guy that's out there, say he's on a tractor or, uh, most guys right now are, you know, trying to get water across fields and you've got uh, skyrocketing uh, or high diesel prices. You've got input prices. Uh, you're looking at a crop, the heat uh, that's taking place. Uh, what, what's your advice? And they say, man, I'm just struggling. I'm, I just feel overwhelmed. I feel like I'm over my head. I can't breathe. Basically, what what would be your advice to them right now? Um, my my advice, of course, is, I mean, Jesus is my advice. Um, first of all, the, the best thing you can do when you have time to yourself um, in a vehicle and you can't do anything else, I listen and I've recommended to some of my friends in farming audible books. There's a lot of oh, yeah. Christian yeah. therapy books. Um, there's some amazing authors. There's some amazing podcasts like the one you're hosting. Um, and also my Whenever I'm in my darkest place, listening to Christian music drags me out of that hole. But um, tell it, like I said, and, you know, and taking that step towards telemedicine. And, you know, you might get off, may get done cutting at one o'clock in the morning. And if you're hiked up, if you are in a program already, there is someone probably online that could talk to you. You just okay. have to look for the resources. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Well, that's pretty interesting because I really hadn't thought about that. If you were in a program, but there's uh, usually someone that's going to be available for that. Okay. Back to your family. What type of crops are they growing 
over in Jackson. Oh, rice. Yeah. Rice and soybeans. Yeah, so it's mainly rice and soybeans. It's that type yes, of sir. that's over there, too. Would you describe your family as they just have this, it's... Now, sometimes if I was talking to a farmer, he said, well, I don't love it right now, you know, because what it is. <laughs> you think your family's just kind of built into them that they have just a love oh, yeah. for what they do. And that that's that's very true. Um, we've all, um, most of us have worked on it growing up. And I think everybody, every teenager should have to put in skills <laughs> at some point in their life because it will make you want to, you know, Keep on going. Um, but anyway, yes, um, working on the farm and having those memories with my grandpa and my uncles who have gone on um, is something that will just, you know, will stay with me forever. Plus, um, in 2020, they were awarded the um, by Governor Asa Hutchison, along with other farm families. Um, I believe it was called the Century Farmers Award. And so there was a banquet, of course, with the COVID, you know, there was only, so there was a lot of restrictions, but yeah. we did celebrate them and we had pictures and um, just different things from, um, you know, generations past. And it really was great um, to do that. I think they've, even though some of us aren't in farming, they have, they let us know that that is where our food comes from you have to support the farmers even though we're not farming and um also the work ethic they we have uh -huh. several people in our family who are very hard workers and have gone on to be lawyers we have speech pathologists and all hygienists um all just in different areas but we all have that same work ethic and we know what it's like to work on a farm yeah and i would agree when you're putting in those levy spills you said, hey, it's going to make you go on. I thought, yeah, you're either going to love it and you're going to farm it or you're going to go on and get an education. Well, that's and I, <laughs> I wish I could, my Papa Dale was here to ask, you know, all the spills you put in and you went and got your master's, you know, yeah. and uh, you still, you loved it that much that you came back to it. <laughs> you know, I, I know several guys, some of them are a little younger than me, but yeah, they've done the same thing, masters, even doctorates, and they've come back uh, right. to the farm. So there is something about that. Uh, about that farm life. And I think all the, Hey, all of our listeners out there would agree also as you would, that I mean, it's a great way to raise a family, really uh, you know, and, and to Haley, I appreciate what you're doing because even being on this podcast and uh, you're coming out of that farm background, you know, you know what it's like to get up early and stay up late and you got to make it happen. And it depends on you. And so uh, great advice to uh, the folks out there that are listening today. So Haley, thank you for taking the time. You're busy. And uh, uh, you're out working right now. So thank you for taking the time of being with us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. We'll get you back on our podcast here uh, one day uh, in the future. Hey, folks, all you listening out there, you can see from uh, uh, Haley's family that decisions that we make today they affect our families for generations to come. And uh, as always, we've said this uh, many times before, and Haley's mentioned it too, but you are the greatest asset uh, in your farming uh work that you do. So you got to take care of yourself and uh, take care of your mental health, you know, reduce stress and uh, prolong your life. Now, Haley mentioned this. We've got some resources that are available on the website. So check that out at agrihealth.net. And if you have something's taking place in your life, you want to visit with someone, talk to us, hey, you can drop us an email at info at agrihealth.net and we'll get you to the uh, appropriate place. Hey, thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, on the podcast. And uh, if you like what you have heard uh, on the podcast today, uh, share us with your friends. And so we plan to be back next week. Until then, keep farming and uh, keep the faith. We'll see you then. 
You've been listening to That Farm Life Podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life Podcast is a creation of the Agri Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, dot net. Thanks for listening, and until next week, keep the faith. Thank you.